0: Morning. Hey, Linked for Life. I miss you when I don't see you. (laughs) I think about you and I'm praying for you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. Good morning, good morning, welcome. Hey, Thea, hey, Shamika, hey, Andrea, hey, Casey. Good morning. Yeah, I be looking for you. I wanna know that you're okay, I'm looking. So just tap in. I know you've been in a place, I'm thinking about you, but more so, God is for sure, for sure. Good morning, welcome, welcome, welcome. How y'all doing this morning? Welcome, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with the Keisha. We are YouTube live, Facebook live, and Instagram live. And I'm so excited about the Word of God this morning. Super, super excited about the Word of God. Oh, Amen. If you're in the Little Rock area and you ever get a chance to come to Coffee and Conversations Bible study at the coffee shop, you need to. Last night was so dope. But God is so dope. He just does so much for us in this Bible study. And the women's lives are changing and prayer requests are being answered. Man, like last night, I left feeling so refreshed. And so good. So if you can carve that out on Tuesdays and get that time in at 6 o'clock, man, you you need to come. It's, it's, It's not a typical regular Bible study. It's us and God, and he is evolving us and blessing us. And it's just been awesome to see him do a greater work in us. And everybody that's faithful to it, everybody that's faithful to it, seeing the chains break, seeing things happen, Uh, got testimony last night of a new job, finances, things being restored. Uh, And one of the things she attributed to was the Bible study. She's like, man, this Bible study has changed my life. So if you ever get a chance, and I got, I mean, I understand work, but I got some women that leave work and come directly to the Bible study on Tuesday, and they faithful to it. So don't forsake the assembly. If you need something fresh and new, this Bible study is for you. Well, good morning welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Um, Share the video right now, put it in someone's hands. I'm telling you, consistency and faithfulness, I, I, I truly believe God looks for that. Our consistency and faithfulness and a lot of times when we're out of position and we can't figure out what's going on, it's because we're out of position. god put a mandate on us for us to do something and we come up with our own reasons of why we shouldn't or well whatever we have going on and um and then we miss this connection or divine appointment and god has places and people that we're supposed to be divinely connected to that's going to help us even in our worst moments even in our worst moments so make sure if you get a chance, stop by Tuesday Night Bible Study at Guillermo's and join the group. We have a group that's Coffee and Conversations Lady Bible, Ladies Bible Study. Sometimes I go live, sometimes I don't go live. Last night was way too intimate for me to be able to go live. And so the power of God was just in this place. All right, let's get started for this morning. Don't forget. Coffee and Conversations is now on podcast, and we're not just on Anchor. We're on Google Podcasts and some other podcasts. Jess is going to later on drop the link for that, so I'm super excited about podcasting. Today, I have a pr- brand-new podcast segment. It's called Real Talk with LMJ. P- pops off at noon. It'll be Facebook Live as well. I'll be live on Anchor. And today we're talking about blended families, blended families. And we're just going all in and this ain't just about a whole lot of scripture. Anybody knows when LMJ has a real talk, she really has real talk. And so we're gonna be talking about blended families and you can tap in and ask questions on Anchor or you can tap in and ask questions on facebook and we're just gonna have real talk about blended families and the success hopefully bringing success it's a 30 minute show i'm super excited about it so let me pray and let's get started for today father we thank you we thank you for this day we thank you for your word we thank you for your grace we thank you for your peace we thank you for your joy we thank you for just all that you're doing in our lives we thank you that the promises of god are yes and amen. We thank you, Father God, for your supernatural, divine connections and appointments, Lord God. We just thank you for all that you are doing on our behalves for our children. We thank you, Father God, for new measures of grace today, for brand new mercies, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God, that the promises of God are not dependent upon man, are not dependent upon man. The promises of God are yes, yes. And amen. So I'm grateful and thankful for that. Let me sit my nerds rule. Everybody knows I'm really a nerd at heart. So nerds rule. Now we're still in this book of Luke, right? We're Luke, we're in the fifth chapter, and we're going to the 17th verse. There's so much wisdom so much revelation in this word. Now, I'm going to tell you, don't ever get comfortable that you won't go back to a scripture or you won't listen to a message or you won't show up to church because you feel like you already know what the minister is going to say or what the word is going to be. Or I've read that or I've mastered that. You can get fresh revelation out of something each time. There have been scriptures that I've read over and over. Over again, that I've that have strengthened me. Meditation when he says, Meditate on my, my laws, day and night. Meditation is what changes, wakes up our soul, um, circumcises our heart. Uh, this process of you growing in Christ is not overnight. Philippians 1 and 6 says, He Diligence, some pressing on your behalf, and some ability for you, right, to be consistent. I don't know why that's in this my spirit this morning to be consistent in this thing. So if y'all, some of y'all, been trying to figure out. Why it hasn't been happening the way it should be happening is because your consistency, you're not consistent, you're not faithful to what you swore and told God you were gonna do. You're not fake, you're in, you're so inconsistent right now, you're not steadfast, you're not remaining, you're not pursuing God the way that you're supposed That's a word for somebody. I don't know who that word is for, but you've been trying to figure out why is the why are the dots not connecting, and it's because your inconsistency, you pursue God a little bit or you pursue suing him to the place that you're comfortable. And God is saying, nah, I need you to press into me. For this next season for what you're trying to see and this lines up with this word i need you to press into me like absolutely never before so let's get into it luke 5:17. one day while jesus was teaching some pharisees and teachers of religious law were sitting nearby it seemed that these men showed up from every village in all galilee and judea as well as from jerusalem and the Lord's healing power was strongly, was strongly with Jesus. The Lord's healing power was strongly with Jesus. See, the power ain't on the preacher. The power ain't on the priest. The power ain't on the pastor. The power is on God. It's just on on you. It's just on me. It's on me, the power ain't on LMJ. Whatever happens ain't on LMJ. It's on God. So the Lord's healing power was strongly with Jesus. It's as some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a sleeping mat, They tried to take him inside to Jesus, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So they went up to the roof and took off some tiles. Then they lowered the sick man on his mat down into the crowd right in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the man, young man, your sins are forgiven. And we know that we read yesterday that immediately he picked up his mat and go. So my question for you today is what will you do? when your miracle ain't on you? What are you gonna do when your miracle on you, when you exhausted all your means, when you out of money? What are you gonna do when your miracle, it, it ain't on you? See, for some reason we think our miracles are associated with our works and all this stuff that we do, but. Faith takes it. Favor takes off when all that you've done and exhausted is ran out. So what are you going to do when your miracle ain't on you? Your miracle ain't even on you. Your miracle, what you need to happen next, the money that you need, the house that you need, the things that you need provided for. What are you going to do? Because this miracle ain't on you. This miracle ain't on you. What you need to see happen ain't on you this miracle ain't on you. So what are you going to do when this miracle ain't going? And how far will you go? This man and his friends, a lot of times a crowd or a barrier or a block or a thing comes in place and we get stuck right there. Some of y'all stopped at the crowd. Some of y'all stopped at the barrier. Some of y'all stopped at the doorway. Some of you wouldn't press past the opposition and this man and his friends said absolutely not they knew that jesus was in a place they knew they needed to experience this man needed to be experienced a miracle they knew that, that, that he had been paralyzed for so long they done they climbed up on somebody's roof that house didn't even belong to them took back the tiles and laid this man and i'm sure the man was saying to his friends don't leave me just at this point I don't care what the crowd looks like. I don't care what the barrier looks like. They made a decision by any means necessary without faith. It's impossible to possible to please God. How far will you go for the miracle you need? How far will you go? How much will you press in? Are you going to back up because the situation doesn't look like what it's supposed to? or Are you going to go after God with everything in you? This man is like, no. And I'm sure he was telling him, you better lower me down. You're going to lower me down. Come on, Lorraine. Come on, Lorraine. Some roof tearing, crazy faith. Some faith that's crazy some faith that pushes you beyond your level of comfort zone. We want Jesus in a comfortable place. The encounters and the miracles we need don't occur, my God, in our comfortable place. We want to see God restore, but we don't want to get out of our comfortable place. We just want just enough of church, just enough of Jesus, just a little bit of him. And he's like, no, I need to meet you at the comfortable, uncomfortable place. When it was the wonder, when, when he was at the woman of the well, she wasn't comfortable. It was an uncomfortable place. A Samaritan and a Jew weren't even supposed to be talking to each other. She was in an uncomfortable place. She was at her sixth, seventh husband. She was with a man that didn't even belong to her. She was in an uncomfortable place. You gonna have to meet Jesus in your uncomfortable place. You gonna have to break past the crowd. You have to break past the barriers. If you really, that's that's the only gonna do this miracle of what you need to see happen next is not on you. It's on Christ. This is the Lord's healing power. What will you do? How far you will you go? And then my, how far will you go? What measure? What will you break out? Will you break out your comfort zone to get what you need? Will you break out your comfort zone? Will you go beyond what you thought? The miracle will never occur in your comfortable place. It's going to come, it's going to occur when you don't need anything else but him. This man demonstrated in his faith, Lord, there's there's nothing. I'm sure he had been to every doctor. He had tried everything, but he knew without a doubt that the one who heals, the one who provides, the one who protects was in place, and he did whatever it took to get in that place. My last question for you is who's there to help you? He has some friends. If you ain't got no friends like this, you need to rearrange your friends. You need to think about your type of friends. Proverbs 17:17 17, 17 says, "A friend loves at all times. A friend loves at all times, and a a, a, a brother is born for adversity." You got to have some friends and some family members, some folks that will go to your extreme Some folks that will go to the extreme for you. Some folks that'll say, if you need a miracle, I'm standing there with you. Some friends that'll pray. Some friends that won't give up on you. Some friends that take on your pain. Some friends that'll cash at you when you need them to. Not some friends that's going to talk to you. Who's there to help you? See, we'll isolate ourselves. Your miracle is often connected to somebody else. Your miracle is often connected to somebody else. But we'll isolate ourselves and pull back because we're offended and because we don't have healthy relationship. But you need to find out who's around to help you. If you ain't got no friends that's going to lower you in the roof. Come on now. Then you need to find out and get connected to some new people. You need some new people in your life. You need to ask the Lord to bring you some new people in your life. Some people that's going to cover you in prayer. Some people that's going to get in agreement with you. Some people that's going to well for you. Some people that's going to stand in faith with you. Some people that's going to say, Let my God be like Ruth. Hey, your God be my God. Your people, my people. Some people that will go to full extreme for you. Who's there to help you? you got to get connected you cannot be isolated you don't need no nah, you don't need no Pauline no part-time friend with a sometime love that's good you need a friend this man needed a miracle and he couldn't get that miracle alone he had to have some divine connectors he had to have some people connected to him the enemy I, I taught on this I have a of a, a series on this isolation is the trick of the enemy the enemy don't want you to have no good friends. He don't want you to have no good friends. The reason he don't want you to have no good friends, because he know the people that you are supposed to divinely be connected to, right? Divinely be connected to are gonna help accelerate you in your destiny. You weren't created to do this alone. So who's there to help you? And then if you ain't got nobody, Proverbs eighteen twenty one said, there's someone that sticks closer than a brother. You're gonna have to get in some connection with Christ like never before. Your your miracle, your miracle is only gonna occur by any means necessary. By any means necessary. So what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Cause this miracle ain't on you. What are you gonna do? Cause this miracle, it ain't on you. You have to press in a little harder. You have to stay consistent. You're gonna have to stay connected. And you better get you. You might need to get you a new set of friends. You need to get in position and believe God for a new set of friends. Ask the Lord. Put me and position. Me around women or men of like faith. Yes, He does, Camilla, He wants you to suffer in silence. He knows that if you suffer in silence, that He's got you. He knows that if you're in a position that you're alone and isolated, he can lie to you about everything around you. He's gonna give you, he don't want you to be with nobody that's gonna have your, he don't want you to be with nobody that's gonna take you up on the rooftop and say, absolutely not. We don't know if the man got discouraged. But I bet you them friends got him inclined up on the roof. They peel back the tiles on someone else's house. They built back the tiles on someone else's house. They didn't care. This man was determined to get his miracle. So what are you going to do? Because the miracle ain't on you. It's beyond your means. It's beyond you. You exhausted. It's beyond your resources. It's going to take a level of faith that says, you know what, God? I need you and nothing else. It's going to take that level of faith by any means necessary. This miracle ain't on you. So what will you do? The woman who touched the the end of Jesus's garment, she broke protocol. She wasn't even supposed to be in the city, but she knew if she touched him, she knew if she touched him, she knew if she connected to him, that the healing that she had longed for and desired is that she spent all she had. She knew if she connected to him, that exactly what she needed was going to happen. So you're going to have to break protocol. You gonna have to have some friends, some accelerators, some people with you that will go through and through. And you gonna have to remind yourself: this a miracle ain't on me. Some of y'all been putting the burden and the responsibility of what needs to happen next it on you, and it ain't on you. It's in your faith. It's in your faith. What you need to see happen next is in your faith. You gonna have to faith for it. You gonna have to faith for it. You gonna have to faith for it. You gonna have to believe God like never before. You got to break out your comfort zone and you got to press in. You have to pray. Zechariah 4 and 6 is one of my favorite scriptures. When he was talking to them, he was saying to them, it ain't on you. (laughs) It's not by your power. It's not by your might. It's only by my spirit. Take that responsibility off you. The only responsibility you have is to faith for it, to pursue God like never before. Because this miracle, it ain't on you. It ain't on your work. What you need to see God do, it just ain't on you. It's on him. And where the miracle, where favor takes off, where the miracle, that's where every time in this word, we've seen him perform a miracle. It's because somebody got out of the way. They pressed in like never before. So if you've had a long standing issue, I double dog dare you. I double dog dare you to press into god to grab hold of his garment and don't let go yes good friends who increase your faith and your endurance that's good jilly good friends that increase your faith and endurance you better have some hitters on your team you better have some people who will press in you better have some people that will coach you through you better have some people that will pray for you tomorrow i'm going to talk about seven characteristics of a good friend because some of y'all don't know how to be one, don't know how to receive one. <laughs> I didn't know how to be a good friend. I'm going to talk about seven characteristics of a good friend. You need some hitters on your team. You need some intercessors on your team. You need some encouragers on your team. You don't need nobody that's just going to uh, amp up your sin, that's just going to encourage you to do wrong. You need some folks on your team that's going to go the mile when you don't feel like it. When you can't faith for it, they faith for it and faithing for it for you. When you can't sow, they sowing for you. You need a, Jonathan and David's relationships was so intense. Jonathan said, I love David. If it's your issue, David, then it's my issue. You need some friends like that. That's what you need in your life. If your circle don't look like that, resurrect your whole circle. Get rid of them all. Get rid of them all. You, for where you gotta go and for what you're trying to do and for the miracles and the things that you need. You're gonna have to have some friends. You're gonna have to have some go-getters on your team. If you're an entrepreneur, you're a business person, you have to have some go-getters, some folks that'll go with you, some folks that ain't gonna let you remain comfortable, some folks that ain't gonna let you be in your sin. Some folks that just ain't gonna leave you any kind of way. You gotta have it. if you ain't got no, if you ain't got at least one, if you ain't got people that are speaking to your life and your future, then just throw away the whole friendship. <laughs> throw away everybody. Or get in position and begin to pray and ask God that the people that you connected to begin to look like you. It's needed in this season. You can't be by yourself. You are meant to be interrelated, interconnected, and interdependent on each other. Don't let the enemy put you in a position to isolate you. So what will you do when your miracle ain't on you? You're going to have to be by any means necessary to get to God, to get him to see. It ain't on your work, your degrees. It ain't on all that. When you think it's on you, you narcissistic. When you think it's on you, you narcissistic. When you think it's on your beauty, when you think it's on your networking and all that, you narcissistic. Ain't nothing I got based on LMJ. Everything I got is based on God. Everything y'all seeing that's happening, all glory to God. This ain't on me. I'm just in partnership with him. And I just made a decision by any means necessary. By any means necessary, I'm going to get what you promised me. By any means necessary, I'm going to have what you said. By any means necessary, I'm going to clear the clutter. I'm going to remain consistent. I'm going to walk this thing on out and walk this thing on through. So what you going to do when your miracle ain't on you? What you going to do? Because it ain't on you. What you going to do? When your miracle ain't on you. That's it for today. I think that's enough for you to chew on. Go read that. Ask yourself, how have I limited myself, Lord? How have I limited myself, Lord? <laughs> how have I kept myself from receiving what I need from you? Where am I in the way? Where am I in the way? Where, they, By any means, the healing power. Do you know everything you need? God already has it. He's there. He's just waiting on you. He's just waiting on you to connect for your faith to connect, for you to speak out your mouth, for your lines, your words to align. And then when you ain't got it, you better have some people who will get it for you. Seeing, he said, Jesus says, seeing their faith. He said just seeing the man's faith. He says, seeing their faith, his friends had faith for them, seeing their faith. He forgave sins and this man gets his healing and he takes up his mat immediately. What if he would have gave up at the crowd? What if he had, what if he would have gave up at the crowd? If he would have gave up at the crowd, he would have missed the opportunity for the miracle. Some of y'all done gave up at the barrier. You done gave up at the, the what they told you you couldn't do. They didn't gave up. No, you don't give up. <laughs> you don't give up. You press in. When I feel pressure on, I press in. I'm pressing into. I'm pressing into God. I'm pressing into faith. Why? Because I've tried everything else, and none of that stuff adds up to much. So what you going to do when the miracle ain't on you? You better get a by any means necessary attitude. You better get a little gangster in your attitude. You can be soft and feminine with it, but you better get them by any, and you better have some friends that'll carry you when you can't carry yourself. Well, that's it for today. (laughs) That's it for today. By any means necessary, figure it out. Rearrange your life. Change your schedule. Stop giving God part of you. Stop giving God a piece of you. Doesn't require that much. Yeah, if you want to see your miracle, if you want to see God at a different place, if you want to experience him at another level, if you're ready to experience the more of God, it's going to require you to get out your comfort zone of what you thought to be true or what you thought to be enough and what you thought to be necessary. I owe my life to God. I owe my life, like I owe my life to God. My very life is dependent upon him. I ain't dependent upon nothing else. My very life is dependent upon him. Well, that's it. Thank you for tuning in to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. That's it for today. Let me give you my prayer. My prayer today is to heal relationships. There are some relationships of some people that you're supposed to be connected to that you were supposed to be connected to that's supposed to divinely still be in your life. And perhaps something went wrong. Perhaps you didn't handle the relationship properly. Perhaps they didn't handle you properly. So today I'm gonna give you a prayer for those broken relationships that you know, you know that you know, these people are still supposed to be in your life. It says, Dear Lord, I offer you this prayer to help me with my current relationship situation. Please take away all the pain and hurt in my heart. Fill it with love, joy, patience, and understanding. Bless me and my friends so that we may never surrender to whatever challenges that come our way. Fill our hearts with love for each other and may you make each one of us realize each other's worth. Please touch the heart of my friend. Fill it with much love for me. Make our complicated relationship become uncomplicated. I seek for your mercy and blessing that you may allow us to spend the rest of our lives with each other. Please make this feeling mutual for us both. Let us not be into temptation. God us wherever we go. Always put us in each other's heart and mind. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm praying for your break, broken relationships to be restored. It's not relationships you can't go nowhere. If some relationships are divine appointment, it's just those relationships. I'm going to post that prayer on both my pages, Lakeisha M. Johnson, LMJ Ministries. If you're not following both pages, go follow both pages. Go subscribe to the website. Get the daily devotional. I got a team of writers. They're so dope. LakeishaMJohnson.com so that you can get the daily devotional. And don't forget, go get the Anchor app go get connected to the podcast. Remember today is Real Talk Wednesday with LMJ. That pops off at noon. We're gonna be talking about blended families, blended families, what that looks like in some Real Talk conversations. So if you can't be in on at noon, but you have questions, just shoot us an inbox so that we can answer your questions later on today i love y'all i love you so much but more than that you know that god loves you so do me a favor go be loved today let someone experience the love of god in you someone needs to experience his love through you go be loved today see you back here in the morning we're gonna be talking about seven characteristics of a friend and i don't want you to come putting your friends on the table i want you to come looking at yourself (laughs) i want you to come looking at yourself we're going to talk about seven characteristics of a really good friend see you guys back in the morning peace